This week, a new story begins. We are feeling a new chapter emerging, and we're feeling in every bone, every cell of our being that we truly dwell in possibility. Yes, I'm going to talk about all of this and more and what it means on this week's Energy Report. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio. I am your host, Maddie Murphy. I am your cosmic consultant, and this week I'm coming to you super messy, super real, superhuman. This eclipse season has been like a microcosm of a lot of highs and lows that really exemplify what this whole year of 2021 has been for me personally, but I also believe for us in the collective. So I'm a little tender, I'm a little more soft-spoken than normal, but I hope you're here with me and feeling it too. And I thank you in advance for permission to just be human. So this week, really the headline is this total solar eclipse in Sagittarius. It's big. It's ending out a cycle that began in 2020, June 5th, uh, 2020 to be exact. Um, In May is when the true node, the north node, moved into the Gemini Sagittarius eclipse line. And June 5th, Fifth brought our full moon penumbral lunar eclipse in 15 degrees Sag, and we have had every six months another revelation around new information coming to light, new beliefs, questioning everything we knew to be true about our realities, right? I think we can all resonate with that on some level, but this is the the closing out of that and a new story is, is truly beginning. And this is a big one. So I'm going to talk about what that means. Just some of my thoughts and musings. This is going to be less of like a technical, am I ever that technical really though? <laughs> laughing at myself. And more just like my high level thoughts, my feelings, my intuitive downloads. This is just, we're just vibing together. This is what I would say to my friends, my family, my you know long-term clients. I'm just going to kind of let it flow even more so than usual. So I'm going to talk about that. And I also just, you know, like, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I have been saying for a while, the end of this year was going to be, it wasn't going to be light, you know, it was, it's going to be a little rough. And I saw a really funny thing on Twitter that was like, when I said I liked it rough, I didn't mean all of life. (laughs) I was like laughing so hard at that. That's part of this solar eclipse and sad, just like finding humor, finding levity and having to laugh at this wild roller coaster ride of being a human, right? Like there's so much medicine in the sacred giggles, in the levity. But I do know, I do know it's a hard time for people. There's a lot happening and this eclipse season was extra. And we're going from the Gemini Sag line, Scorpio Taurus. And so it just brings up a lot. So I'm just saying that I'm holding you in my heart. 
I'm sending love to everyone that like my voice is reaching right now. And I hope that this prayer, this blessing just gives you whatever you need in this moment. And most of all, just helps remind you that you're not alone. You're not walking alone in this. Okay. Mm, I am so like, you know, when you're a little kid, you've been crying a lot and you feel like warm and toasty. You could just like sleep for days. It's like how I feel. I feel like warm and toasty right now. So um, I'm just like, oh, what do I normally talk about? My announcements. The big announcement I would say is that I'm going on a break. I knew, you know, ending out the year that eclipse season was going to do something to me. And wow, I was right. That's what is so funny about astrology and a few other podcasts I listen to from astrologers that I really respect. They always say, they're like, um... Yeah, just because like you know what's happening doesn't mean you're like immune or impervious to it. It's just like knowing a storm is coming. You do your best to prepare and then you're in it. And you're like, F, like I'm really, wow, really that hurricane did something to me. I'm really feeling this blizzard. I'm really cold. Um, so uh, I feel like with, you know, the eclipse is coming up and then the whole quote unquote like holiday season and closing out the year, I just knew I wanted to take some time to be reflective and practice what I preach and, you know, tune in with myself, spend time with my family, which is always very important to me, cancer rising, sun on the fourth house, and of course, dream and like receive and kind of think of what's next. I know Audrey and I have some big, beautiful plans to continue to bless you and give you the tools to step into your highest and hottest self and to keep this, you know, all of your cosmic RXs to feel your cosmic revolution and evolution going into 2022. So I'm excited for this little break, which just is, I guess I should just say, I'm, I'm like that person who breaks up with someone and takes like four hours to just say like, we have to break up. <laughs> Basically what I'm saying is December 13th will be the last episode. It's an extra juicy treat for you. And then I will be coming back to the podcast on January 7th. So there's going to be just a break, you know, no energy reports, no interviews, no coaching. First of all, you know, I, I hope it helps you guys like miss me a little bit. It's always nice. But also I just think it's like that really quiet time of year. And we're going to be in like Venus retrograde, which is going to ask us to review and reflect and kind of think about what's the new foundation we're building. And you know, where do we need to reassess and kind of re-examine where we're investing our time, money, and energy into and what are our big dreams and how do we start like scaffolding that out? So that's what I'll be doing. And obviously, if you're new here and you're just absolutely on the floor sobbing that you just found me and I'm leaving you on December 13th, go back. We have so many old episodes that are so juicy, especially the interviews I got to talk to some of the most amazing, fantastic, like powerful, wise, genuine, authentic humans this year. Everyone, Leo Rising, Monica Faye, Katie, Dale about like Kelsey, Dara. Oh my God. Like just some really, really epic humans are cosmic change makers. So go back and listen to those and then I'll be back before you know it. So yeah, I, and on that same vein, I just want to, in that same vein, on that same thread, I just want to say thank you so much. I, you know, wanted to have a podcast for a while, but I had a lot of like fears and insecurities around it. And, you know, this Aries, this past Aries season of 2021, Audrey and I decided to do it with the help of our, you know, a producer 
Alicia, who's just amazing, and Jessica, our editor, and like it was it was really nerve wracking, but this like amazing support behind us and just feeling like in, in alignment with what we wanted to put out there. It's been really cool to have this like ripple effect out. We've gotten to meet so many new of you cosmic baddies. I get DMs like every day of just how you're showing up in the world and you know how um this podcast and I don't really attribute it to myself at all. It's just like I think there's just something affirming that knowing that there's someone else out there who's like went through their stuff. We're going to talk about that, the power of storytelling and also just giving you some tools to understand like there's a divine design happening here. You're not alone and there's moments you can like, you know, step up and seize the moment and there's moments to pull back and take a time out. And one of you, I, I got to connect with one of you one-on-one this week and you said that this podcast was like your emotional like security blanket and damn, like as someone who loves a cozy blanket moment, it was like the deepest honor to hear that. So thank you all for being here. I'm so excited to show you what we've been working on for 2022 and to continue to hopefully bless the heck out of you. So thank you for that. And of course, if you like this, leave us a rating, leave us a review that if this resonates, if this has touched you, please do that. It goes a long way. And also, I just love hearing all of your hilarious reviews. So those are my announcements. Let's talk about, again, I'm feeling so tender today. The whole format is going to be a little different, but really, I just wanted to honor, before I get into the moon report, looking back on the astrology of the week, is eclipses really do they bring endings and beginnings and it's all like brutal, to quote Glennon Doyle, like it's beautiful and it's brutal all at once. And I just wanted to take a moment to honor the passing of two artistic powerhouses and people who brought us so much in the realm of creativity and expression, Virgil Abloh and Stephen Sondheim, uh, losing them so close to each other over the weekend. It just felt very charged from the eclipse. And I just wanted to hold space for them and their safe passage and, of course, their families and anyone out there who's dealing with loss right now and grief. It could be very isolating. And, you know, part of the shamanic medicine I study is really like finding the beauty in, in death and, and the whole ritual of leaving earth and making safe passage and then the ways that we hold space for their memories and, and celebration of of lives of the ones that we've lost, but it doesn't make it easier. So I just want, again, hold space for all of that. Hold space for all of you. Hold space for those lives. Yeah, this this eclipse medicine was very deep like for me personally. So that's going to be my only like astrology from the past week news that I really want to comment on today. But then you know, headed into the moon report. The day this podcast comes out, the third, we have the Sagittarius moon. We're getting ready for that total solar eclipse so we'll be feeling that on saturday the exact moment of the eclipse is 2 42 a.m eastern standard time and then we'll have the sag moon will go until 6 30 a.m on sunday so i'll get into more what the sag moon means in like the planetary planning segment next but knowing that it's a time of a new beginning, it's optimism, it's hope, it's buoyancy. There's a new story emerging. There's a new belief system activating, embedding in like your DNA. So all that is pretty juicy. <laughs> and then we have on Monday, and Sunday and Monday, 
into just early morning Tuesday. We have the moons in Capricorn. So I would say at those days, you might want to like take care of some business. There may be something that the total solar eclipse in Sag spoke to you on, gave you an idea, gave you inspiration. It's kind of like, yeah, hey, you don't have to live like that anymore. There's something new coming through. And those are the days you want to take like one action step on that or put up a new boundary or put some elbow grease into that idea or that new vision or in, invest in in your vision to really tap into the value of it in some way, time, money, energy, attention. And then we have um, Capricorn Moon Days. I just look out for being like too hard on yourself or being too rigid, especially after the Sagittarius Moon. We're supposed to stay pretty flexible, pretty pliable for the two weeks after, especially like staying open to where we're being like redirected, where the new opportunities might come out of nowhere, like new invitations, new projects. So just staying open because Capricorn Moon sometimes can be a little like a a little tight grip on things. Then we have in early Tuesday morning, 6.48 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the moon moves into Aquarius and stays there until Thursday early morning at around 10 a.m. on Thursday. And those Aquarius moon days, I would say like be with your people. If you have like a good friend group or a networking group or a community that just helps you feel like not alone, especially if there's a group of people who have had some kind of like-minded experience, you might feel drawn to wanting to spend time with them those days. Aquarius moon days are also good to do some like a little bit more analytical check-in with your emotions and check in with your life from a more like observational space. So meaning like if there's something that you've been putting off or procrastinating or something heavy. Aquarius moon days, my cousin says like, they're just not sticky. Like they're a good day to like kind of plug away at some emotional tasks without getting like absorbed or like lost in them. Uh, We just want to look out for an Aquarius moon days. For being like overly in our head or getting anxious or getting carried away, again, talking things out with our community helps so much. Writing things out helps a lot. And then we go into Thursday at 10 a.m. We have the moon in Pisces. So the moon in Pisces is going to be a time to be dreamy as we head into the weekend, get extra sleep, like get that weighted blanket out, rub some lavender on your feet. Moon in Pisces, especially in the winter, is like deep retreating inward and letting yourself like rest. Like Pisces loves rest. It's the last sign in the zodiac. Maybe like integrate whatever came up during the solar eclipse. Let yourself recharge. Let yourself see what dreams come to you. Be creative. Be sort of like tending to that inner child of you and just being very like, yep, I'm going to rest a lot. I'm not going to try and, you know, get caught up in the frenetic like holiday pacing. Um, and anything you can do that's like a sleep ritual, amethyst under your pillow or, you know, making yourself a little satchel of herbs to put under your, your bed while you sleep might just feel really nourishing. And then moon and Pisces days, the things you want to look out for, especially interpersonally in your relationships, is like playing the victim or <laughs> noticing where you're feeling victimized <laughs> just by life circumstances. And just asking yourself like, okay, maybe this isn't happening to me. Maybe it's happening for me. Or asking how can I take my power back in the situation is always good. Uh, Cosmic Rx for Pisces moon days. All right. So let's head into the planetary planning and just talk about, yeah, what what is this 
new moon, total solar eclipse in Sagittarius? What does it mean for us? Like, how can we work with it? How can we harness it? Let's talk about it. Okay, so on December 4th, we have, again, early in the morning at 2.43 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, again, on 12.04, we have this completion of this story, all right? And it happens in 12 degrees of Sagittarius. So anywhere you have 12 degrees in your chart, I want you to look at, and I want you to think of, okay, is there a new story beginning here? That's going to be one of your first cosmic clues. If you don't know how to pull up a degree in your chart, I have a video on my TikTok at the Cosmic Rx that shows you how to do that. But this is this like ultimate new beginning. And maybe you're asking, you know, what is a solar eclipse? Uh, solar eclipse always happens on a new moon. It's like a new moon on steroids, supercharged. And during a solar eclipse, the moon is between the earth and the sun. And it's sort of like a, it creates like it's a cosmic like short circuiting. You know, in the ancient times, they said it temporarily disconnected us from reality and created a sort of a portal. I talked about, I think on last week's or two weeks ago's podcast, how like they would have like a fake king that would take over during that time because they thought that, you know, the solar eclipses were like, whenever something's messing up the sun, people were like, whoa, what's happening? So eclipses are wild cards. They're powerful. We don't do our normal manifestation practices during this time, again, if you want more information on that, the lunar eclipse episode, I talk about that. And I also talk about it on the TikTok, but it's on the TikTok. Wow, really, really elder millennial right now. It's more just a time of surrender and it's a time to like check in and it's a time to like live the new thing that's happening and be open to the new opportunities that are coming around us. So with this, themes of this solar eclipse is new beginnings, duh, new story. I've said it a few times but also like liberation, freedom, hope, higher learning, seeking of truths, horizons expanding, endless possibilities, uh, infinite potential, and like embodied belief, embodied trust in something higher than ourselves. This all sounds pretty good, right? And it's a lot about wisdom and and like tapping into this infinite flow of wisdom that comes from a spiritual place versus like a super cerebral place. So uh, I think about with like, you know, Sagittarius, I always love the pop culture or historical icons because they help us understand like what that energy is. And Sagittarius, we've been going back and forth between Gemini and Sagittarius in these eclipses since June of 2020. And Gemini, I heard someone say one time, I forget who, Gemini writes the stories and Sagittarius tells the stories. And I love that because I think of like Walt Disney was Sagittarius, like such a storyteller, right? Taylor Swift is a Sag. She does both. She does, she writes them and she tells them. But the way she tells a story, I mean, it's like none other. And I think of Emily Dickinson is a famous Sagittarius. And, you know, the way that like one of her famous famous quotes is just like, hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul and sings the tunes without the words and never stops at all. And there's something about Sagittarius that reminds us of like, there's always hope and it's magical. You can't ever stop believing in its potential. Even the most like difficult of times, hope is there to give you wings, perching in the soul with its bright feathers, with its beautiful song. And there's something about this total solar eclipse in Sag that I think is bringing that for all of us. And and damn, it could not come at like a more perfect time, right? 
So, you know, just you know, back to the what we need to know about it in terms of like how we work with it, that 12 degrees in the chart, I would look for that. Everyone's going to feel this, everyone in the whole like earth, but especially the mutable signs, Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, Pisces, you're going to feel this a lot because you've been going through a lot of that uh, ups and downs the past like year and a half. And, you know, especially as a country, you know, I'm here in the United States and we are a Sagittarius rising in our nation's birth chart. So this is also beginning like a new story for us also as a nation, as a country. And 12 is very significant. 12 isn't a number that really defines our human existence. It's a number of wisdom, of showing the way. It's a number of like directions, guidance. It's a number of completion on a really high level, right? We have like, well, here in astrology, we have 12 signs in the zodiac, 12 houses, uh, 12-step programs, 12 disciples, the 12 tribes of Israel. There's, you know, 12-year cycles and the Chinese New Year, there's 12 numbers on a clock, like 12 is just a dozen, 12 inches, like this is the number of 12 that you really see around us a lot as this way of like keeping track and measuring and, and honoring like a journey of completion. So here we are in the 12th month and this eclipse at 12 degrees and also 12 plus one is 13, which is all about unity. So you want to pay attention to where you see 12 and one and 13. 13 is the number that's all about like the magic and mystery um, and divine feminine energy. 13 is the lunar cycle number, and 13 is a very sacred number. And even thinking about where you see like 12 plus one, it's very important. You think, even thinking of the 12 disciples plus one, Jesus, there's like something in that 13, right, that we like come back to a lot. So <laughs> this is, there's like a new way that's being shown for us. There's a completion. And there's sort of this thing of like, hey, you you completed this journey. Now, like, here's your map. Here's your directions to go out to the next level and to go into the expansiveness, into the wildness, into the frontier that you haven't been to yet. But we want to reassure you, you have the tools. You have what you need. You have a map. You have a connection to something higher than yourself that's going to guide you and work through you as you move there. So again, how do we know? How do we know where we start here? So there's a few prompts I want you to think about. One, you know, the Gemini Sag access is teaching us a lot. Gemini is like thinking things, talking about things, learning, studying. Sagittarius is about belief, which is really comes from a place of feeling, right? I think about actually like my dear friend Colin brought this up in a panel we did in the city, in New York City, a few weeks ago. And he's like, oh, people ask, like, how do you convince people that, like, spirituality is real or astrology is real? And, you know, he has the same answer I do, which is like, I don't. I just can't. That's not really, like, where I want to invest my time and energy into. But it also, because it's bigger than that, like, once you've experienced the effects of having a spiritual connection, spiritual practice, it just forever changes you. And the same thing with astrology, you can read and write and talk about it, you know, very Gemini forever, but then you might have a moment in your life where something magnificent or life-changing happens to you, you know, during an eclipse or during a Jupiter return or during some, your Saturn return. And you're like, oh, it's kind of like our, you know, quote unquote, if astrology isn't real segment, it's like once you experience it enough, it's not really something people can take from you or pluck from you. 
it's not something you're thinking. It's something you believe like in your body, in every cell of your being. I always say with my clients, one of my favorite moments of working with people in my mentorship program is, okay, they'll go through like, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. Like trust in the universe. The universe has your back. Like, okay, it's important to like be authentic. Okay, whatever. And then something will happen to them in their life and they're like, oh, wow, yeah, the universe really has my back. Or like, oh, that's why it's so important to be authentic. It goes from being a neat little pretty quote on Pinterest or Instagram to being something that's like, oh, I feel that in every cell of my being. And that's why people have been preaching this and talking about it and sharing it for you know centuries because it's just a truth. And that's what Sagittarius is. It's the seeker of truth. The root of the word Sagittarius I've talked about is like, I'm seeking the truth, not the truth of like Gemini words and facts. It's more about like this belief that you feel in your body. So I would ask yourself, like, what's something that you've learned about yourself, especially since June of 2020, that like has changed your belief? Of like, wow, that's something I used to. I used to think that I could never do X, Y, Z. I'd never be worth that, that life had to be this way, that life was this way, this was the only way to succeed. And something to me cracked wide open. And like, I don't, like, that's not, that's not my belief system anymore. I have this new belief system that no one can really take from me or change from me because I've experienced it. It's direct revelation, right? It's divine knowing, it's embodiment. So I want you to think about that. What's that belief, okay? And then I want you to think about your story. I want you to think about your story up to this point. And there's no you know, coincidence that we had the Scorpio Taurus eclipse to root up any shame, any insecurity, any jealousy, any fear, any like playing small before this, because there was like an uprooting happening. So that way we could free ourselves from shame and really own our story. So December 4th, there's a feeling of like, own your shit, own your story, own your mistakes, own your missteps, own the thing that you did in life that you feel like you have to hide and tuck away and forget forever and never mention. And I want you to own it. I want you to integrate it. I want you to talk about it, not from a place of victimization or obsessing or like dwelling past, but of like, yeah, this happened to me and I realized it happened for me and this is how I'm working with that, right? So we're owning that, we're releasing the shame, okay? Because that story is so important. It's important for you to own, to own your wholeness, but it's important because there's a new story beginning. And in order to own the new story, you have to own the old story too, as a way of realizing that it's like poetic and led into this one. So there's a new story happening. And before I move on to what your new story is, I want to say the other reason why it's important for you to speak your story is because it's going to inspire someone else. It's going to make someone else realize I'm not alone. It's going to give them that hope, that thing with wings, that thing with feathers. It's going to give them that hearing your story because shame really is bred when we're alone. We feel isolated. We feel like we're the only one going through something. Brene Brown, Dr. Brene Brown says like shame hates it when we reach out and tell our story. It hates having words wrapped around it. It can't survive being shared. Shame loves secrecy. When we bury our story, the shame metastasizes. And if we are going to find our way out of shame and back to each other, vulnerability is the path and courage is the light. So 
what we're really here to do is tell our story and own it because storytelling is the direct antidote to shame and to feeling heavy. Shame is very heavy. Anyone's ever felt it, right? It's the opposite of the thing with feathers that perches in the soul. And so I want you to own your story and I want you to own every part of it knowing that it will inspire someone else and that owning it is actually going to give you that buoyancy, that air, that wind beneath your wings that you're ready for. And the next thing that I want you to do is I want you to start owning your new story. There's a new story happening, whether you like it or not, on December 4th. And I want you to feel into that in your body, feel into your beliefs. And I want you to start telling that story, talking the new talk of what your new life is like. I want you to share with people, you know, your dreams and share with people what your hopes are. And I want you to start living and breathing this new story. I want you to believe in the value of your vision. Okay. Sagittarius is a sign of abundance, of generosity, of fortunate flow. So if there's somewhere where you've been like, oh, like feeling like you're almost scared to say what you want or what your desire, what your dream I want you to like practice. It's vulnerable, but back to Dr. Brene Brown, we know vulnerability is so important. You don't have to tell the whole world. It's not like social media post land. I mean, like start telling your trusted inner circle, talk to people about it, practice saying it out loud, like this new story you're living in. Okay. It's going to be a little scary at first, but that's good, right? That means you're expanding horizons. It's an adventure, right? Every adventure starts off a little scary, but that's traveling solo or, you know, hiking, incredible hike. Like there's always a moment of a little bit of like, uh, do I really need to do this? Or could I just stay in my, my safety and my comfort zone? So I want you to speak your new story. And I really want you to dream big. This new moon, Mercury is conjunct this new moon, which means our mind is expanding. It's like we're getting intuitive downloads and then Mercury, our mind is expanding them and translating them. And this eclipse is like quite, you know, it's ruled by Jupiter. We have new moon in Sagittarius, which means sun moon is in Sagittarius. The ruler of Sagittarius is Jupiter. Jupiter asks us to double down, go broader, go wider. One of my favorite Sagittarius in my whole entire life and the whole entire world. One of the best things she ever told me in a moment of complete overwhelm, of complete shame I was experiencing in my life of complete just like despair. She just told me, she's like, dream big. When you think you've dreamed big enough, dream bigger. And I just want to pass it on to you of like, this eclipse is literally like whispering in your ear, like dream big, dream big. Your possibility, your potential is so vast. And like you use this eclipse, like a lightning bolt to just completely tear down any walls or restrictions of your own making you've put up. And I want you to go, like keep this open mind, tune into your higher vision. And there's a big release. This eclipse is crossing the south node. So it's a big release happening karmically on the individual and societal level. And we're really asked to release like this old programming, this old conditioning, this outdated beliefs and step into and live a much higher truth. Okay, so get ready for big changes. This eclipse is very mutable, which means that the universe is going to ask us to get ready to like playfully explore, let loose a little bit and just go with it. Go with the flow. Live a life where you have more like faith, more freedom, more fire, more 
fun. And I want you to really like sit in this. And again, this is not a new moon. It's about manifesting the works are already done. This is now for you to like live it and see where the universe is opening up this new story for you, this new potential, this new ability to like live in the value of your vision. Okay. And, and let yourself feel buoyant. Sagittarius is a very buoyant energy, lightens the energy. All right. So especially with that story, like I said, back to humor, like telling your story with humor, it's amazing how it just breaks up the things that keep us like heavy or keep us separated from other people. <sighs> so I just want you to breathe all that in. I want you to really allow yourself to live in this place of like faith over fear, letting go of the overthinking, living in like trust and expansiveness. It's a really beautifully timed lunation, like we need it right now, right? And I guess to close out, I just want to bring up, you know, another beautiful, very Sagittarian bit of wisdom from our friend Emily Dickinson. She talks about should the soul should always stand ajar, ready to welcome the ecstatic experience. And there's something of like you don't know the beautiful things that are waiting for you if you could just like be open, be open to all of it. And I think of ecstatic is a very like toeing the line word for me of like agony, right? Like there's like ecstasy and the agony that go together. And that's just part of being like present to the human experience. And if we shut down one, we shut down the other. Okay, and then the last, our Sagittarius mantra as we go through the solar eclipse portal is just, you know, I dwell in possibility. I love that. It's like, I don't just believe in it, I dwell. So thank you, Miss Emily, for that. For just that mantra has helped me so much. I speak it over myself as a prayer, as an affirmation. I dwell in possibility. And I'm just sending all that out back to you for this beautiful total solar eclipse and Sag, I just encourage you to be open, broaden the horizons, sit in the space, and just share your love and your vision and your generosity freely, just as Sagittarius energy would like. So let me know. You can come find me on my personal Instagram at I am Maddie Murphy. Slide my DMs. Let me know how you're feeling, what's going on for you, this solar eclipse and Sag. And if you want to tag us in any of your photos or anything that comes up at the Cosmic Rx, we'd love to see what you're up to. So until then, I'm just sending you all of the most beautiful, bountiful blessings and all of the prayers for endless potential and possibility. May you know it. May you feel it. May you believe in it and yourself. Okay, so see you next time. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic RX, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, 
tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.